as a Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello? You play to win the game. <laughs> like, I can't. How am I going to do that? How are you going to make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I go pre- eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Manny, the batter fans are back. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Batter Jets fans. I am your host, Daniel Granada, alongside my co-host, Mr. Bearded Fanatic himself, Manny. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing, sir. It's always a pleasure to talk foosball with you. And um, Danny, you guys are on the clock. Is Zach Wilson going to be the starting quarterback for the 2023 season? <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. He's not going to be, the, at least I hope not. No, I, right. even if we somehow miss out on Aaron Rodgers, I just cannot see Zach Wilson being the starter. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. No, that's, no. Not, that, that's a very sad conversation, one that I hope to not actually have to have later on. In the year. Yeah. Um, no, I wanted to start off with talking about these musical chairs. I obviously I don't follow other divisions as closely as I follow the AFC East. Well, yeah. both of us, right? Yeah. But I don't think that I've ever seen players interchanging within the division as much as we do in the AFC East. I mean, even coaches, Adam Gase came to the Jets. We had, uh, uh, I forgot, the, the, your head coach that became our offensive line, uh, offensive coordinator. That was... Chan Gailey. No, not Chan Gailey, but that's another one. It's another one, though. Uh, that's another one. The one that just, just recently passed. God rest his soul, but I forgot his oh, name. Oh, uh, Tony Sperano. Tony Sperano. There you go. Tony Sperano also. Rex Ryan went to the Bills. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. And now this year it continues. The Dolphins took Mike White. Yeah. The Dolphins took Braxton Berrios. Yeah. And honestly, I would have happily traded Mike White and Braxton Berrios in exchange for Thomas Morstead because Brandon Mann was horrible last year. Yeah. Probably one of the worst positions we had on the Definitely team. Definitely an upgrade for you guys. Definitely. So I, when I look at it as a trade, I'm okay with it because we definitely upgraded at a starting position and gave up two backups. I understand Braxton Berrios was special teams, but last year he just frustrated everybody because he would constantly run the ball out of the end zone when there was no need to and end up starting drives at the 12 to 13 yard line. So I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that exchange. Yeah. But have you ever, did you ever notice this? Like you guys even lost Chen Sherfield to the Bills. Like this like is a thing. to the Patriots. Because to the Patriots. Uh, Jordan Poyer was rumored to go to the Dolphins. Like this is really weird. Is it just me? I know. I don't think it's just you, but I think that it does obviously happen in other divisions as well. But I think that it's all about familiarity, right? Like your figure, if I pick up Trent Sherfield, he's going to know a couple of things about that, about that Miami offense. If I pick up Mike Gusecki, he's going to know a few things. It, it's been going back to even when Larry Izzo was a famous special teams linebacker for us. And then all of a sudden, after spending like eight seasons here, he went off to New England and spent the rest of his career there. I think it happens more often than not. Like Zach Thomas going to the Cowboys. I think that in itself is happens less than often than them going within division, which I think happens much more. Jason Taylor to the New York Jets. Ugh. But what I'm saying yeah. is I, I think it's all about familiarity. I think that um, they, the GMs and coaches know that if we're able to get that player, we may have a slight advantage with the knowledge that they have about said team. I don't think it matters as much when a new regime comes in. Like if Mike McDaniel were to get fired and they bring in a new coach that they have no idea about, I don't think it matters as much because now you're changing the whole situation up. But I think that when you're keeping the same coach, the same offensive coordinator, I think there's a little bit of a gamesmanship in that, and you're playing a little bit of chess. 
Do you think it was a big loss for the Jets to lose Mike White? I do. And the only reason I think that it's a big it was a big loss was because of who you your other quarterback in the room. Mike White, I don't care what people say, and I'm I'll probably get shitted on in the comment section for this. Mike White is definitely the better quarterback than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has the higher upside. I think Mike White's the better quarterback at right this now. moment. Yes. Correct. So for me, I would try to keep Mike White in the building, even if he's A Rod's backup. But think about it. If God Aaron Rodgers he stays healthy. I get that. Outside of that shoulder injury, he had a few seasons ago when they literally landed on his damn shoulder and dislocated the hell out of that. Outside of that, he stays pretty healthy. But in the off chance that he goes down, now you got to turn the keys over to Sack Wilson. Right now, wouldn't you feel better turning the keys over to Mike White if he was Aaron Rodgers' backup? I uh, for for this season, I would yes. because even right. if Zach Wilson learns under Aaron Rodgers, it's going to take more than a couple of weeks for him to learn enough to be ready to go and start a game. I agree. You feel comfortable. Um, I, I, I actually th- that kind of leads me off topic. We weren't going to talk about this, but yeah. now I'm kind of curious to get your input on this. A lot of Jets fans that hate Zach Wilson, well, okay, maybe hate's a strong word, it's like- but th- they don't they don't want him to be the starting quarterback for the Jets, right? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like a lot of the fan base has now become optimistic. They've all convinced themselves that Zach Wilson kind of learning under Aaron Rodgers for a year or two, he has a chance of finally turning it around when he finally does see the field again. What do you think about that? Because before, I guess before I, yeah, I'll tell you what I think. I think that Aaron Rodgers isn't one that's going to necessarily come in and want to teach. And even though I know he has a relationship with Zach Wilson, so maybe it's different, but it sounds like he isn't the type that kind of wants to go and take somebody under their wing and kind of teach them things. And um, maybe because his relationship is different with Zach Wilson, maybe that'll change. But because it's Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if that's really going to benefit Zach Wilson in the long run. What do you think? He speaks very highly of Jordan Love, and Jordan Love was basically drafted to take his job. Now, there was that I'm not here to teach anybody mentality about him. But think about it. You literally hired somebody to take my job, and now you want you want me to make him even better? So he could really take no, no. So you, but so I you think, think he'd accept this situation because he understands that this is a one-year, two-year thing, and Zach correct. Wilson's after this. Yes, I think that he will. He will put Zach Wilson under his wing. But I agree with you. I think a lot of Jets fans are turned off about Zach Wilson, the player. Jack Wilson, Zach Wilson, the person. I think they're really turned off about that. Because think about it. I was a big Zach Wilson fan in the aspect of the player that he could potentially be. But then he just turned me off with his personality, and I get it. He's working on it. We all make mistakes as He's as, young. as youths. But um, I'll be honest. I, I think Aaron Rodgers coming to New York, if and when that happens, it's a it's a very good position for Zach Wilson to be in because I think A-Rod's not the same player he was five seasons ago when Jordan Love got, got drafted. I, I agree. The, the situation is definitely different. When he was going to help Jordan Love, he was helping him take his job. Now he's going into a situation where he knows it's his job and he's going to eventually give it off to somebody else. And that's the person he's teaching. So I, I can see that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now moving on. Yeah. We're uh, a couple weeks into free agency and a lot of Jets fans are concerned because they feel like the Jets really haven't done too much in free agency. Mm-hmm. But I think when you have a solid roster already, there mm. aren't too many really moves to make. Like defensively, you had a really good defense, right? Safety is where you needed help, and we'll address right. that. We'll talk about that in a second. Momentarily, right? And and on offense, I felt like the running back 
Brees Hall went down, but for the most part, we were okay at running back. Wide receivers, we're all happy with Gary Wilson. We think Elijah Moore still has a lot of potential. We still have sure. Corey Davis, even though, even though I don't think he's going to be on the team when this year process starts. And we added Adam Lazard, which was a free agent pickup. I think he was probably the, the highest coveted receiver, maybe. Or yeah. I might be off with that. I think he, if not, if he was number one. I would say he was in the top three wide receiver options. Right. So I feel like we addressed that need. Like, obviously, offensive line is we're still lacking. Like, do you think that we ha- should be doing more in free agency? I'll probably get shitted on by a lot of these fans right now. The Dolphins, for those people listening on audio. Mm-hmm. But let, let's let's be honest here. When you have a good foundation already set, you don't have to do a lot to be successful in the future. You have a stud wide receiver. Now you have a stud number two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You could you could draft a number three wide receiver. You still have Elijah Moore, but let's say Elijah Moore doesn't work out. You could draft. Joe Douglas has shown that he could draft talent. So you can bring yep. in another talented wide receiver. You have draft picks. You, you, you don't know how many you have left because the Aaron Rodgers trade hasn't gone through. But you're still going to have second, third, fourth rounders. You could draft another running back. Even though Michael Carter, he's pretty good. But Brees Hall is another stud, right? Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. a stud at running back. You have a stud at wide receiver. You have a stud at the second wide receiver. You still got Elijah Moore. You got some solid tight ends. So just talking offense right now, Danny, there isn't a lot of holes to plug, but you and I have the same one that needs to be filled, and it's that offensive line. Literally, playing with your offensive line all season last year is not a good look, but the even more so is your quarterback position. So let's say now you take Zach Wilson out of the question, you drop in Aaron Rodgers. Your only holes are offensive line, and that could be addressed. There's not a lot of good offensive linemen left, as you and I discussed on the Dolphins show, but Joe Douglas could probably draft a stud at offensive line. Well, I, I agree with you. Offensive line is the only place that I can think that we're in desperate need. That and punter, but we addressed that with, with Morstead. So we have Lankin Tomlinson coming back at left guard. He played – I mean, he was underwhelming, honestly. But I, I hope that he could – Build on that once he has a better nucleus around him as far as people that were consistent. It was constantly, it was different moving parts all year long in that offensive line. If there was some consistency there, I think he might play better. Uh, AVT should be back. Mikai Becton, they're counting on Mikai Becton to be back and healthy. He looks good. So let's say that they put their, their money on Mikai Becton coming back. We still have Max Mitchell. We, we have some depth. If we can stay healthy. Now, I do think that center needs to be addressed because I don't think Conor McGovern is going to be back. For One, because he, although he was average, I think that he didn't do too much. Enough to keep to, his job. Right. Now, we have this Ben Jones from the Titans. That's who a lot of people are saying the, the Jets might go after. Yeah. And he's been relatively healthy his whole career, but he had two concussions just last season. He's, I want to say, like 33, 34 years old. If you're 33, 34 years old, and then you go into the season, you have another concussion. There's a chance that you might consider retiring. I agree. Right? I agree. So that's an option. I think that this draft, the Jets should kind of go the DeBrickershaw Ferguson, Nick Mangold route, yeah. where they drafted their top two picks were left tackle DeBrickershaw Ferguson and then center Nick Mangold. If we can draft the tackle and a center in the draft, I think we might have something going here. Um, 
So I think that that's the route they're going to go for the offensive line. And then with later picks, you can go ahead and you can address that third receiver. You could uh, address maybe a safety that maybe you would strike gold with. Joe Douglas has shown that he knows how to draft, even deep into the draft. Can we so, talk about that? Can we talk about that? It's like, Jet fans, if there's any worry about what it is, just, again, think about it. You guys made plenty of noise, regardless of strength of schedule last season, which was pretty weak for the AFC East. You guys made plenty of noise without having a starting caliber quarterback last year. Just think about that. Your defense played Reed, Sauce Gardner. You guys have talent on both sides of the ball. So please stop. But Danny, let's talk about the talent where it is missing. We're talking about your safeties, right? But let's talk about that. You have a 13th overall pick, uh, 43rd, 74th, 112, 143, 207. So one, two, three, four, five, six right now. You're going to tell me that Joe Douglas hasn't shown you enough that he could go out there and draft a starting caliber safety? I think he could. Like, uh, Look, we have Whitehead still on the team. Marcus Joyner, I don't think he's going to come back. Yeah. So we, we have, but we traded for, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name from the Ravens. I want to say Chalk. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah. But from everything I've heard, I don't know the guy very well personally, but everything I've heard, people are saying good things that we did a good job drafting, uh, trading a late round pick for him. Yeah. So if we can address that safety need, our cornerbacks are obviously set. Our defensive line, the only starter that I my understanding is, isn't going to come back is Sheldon Rankins. Yeah. And we can address that through free agency, and I'm going to bring that up in a second. And then linebackers, we resigned Quincy Williams. We have C.J. Mosley coming back. Now, Quan Alexander is still a free agent. I would like to bring him back. I don't think he would be very expensive. And I think what he showed last year, he was he was a motor. Like, he yeah. got after the ball. He was a run stuffer. And I think our defense is pretty set. Now, we lost Sheldon Rankins. But I think when you have somebody like Aaron Rodgers come onto your team, you have those veterans that will come for less money trying to chase that ring. For sure. And I think that somebody that we might want to look into is maybe a Calais Campbell playing that interior defensive line. Ooh. Put Calais Campbell maybe one year right next to Quinn and Williams. And I think that we're right back. We, we lost Sheldon Rankins, but then you get Calais Campbell. Yes, he's not the Calais Campbell of, you know, that injured but Ryan still, Tannehill. But, right. but he would be a, a nice option there into interior line right next to Quinn and Williams. Just we have our there. defense. I appreciate yeah, like that. that. I just noticed what you did there. <laughs> so we have a solid defense. If we can keep Quan Alexander, if we can maybe get a depth draft pick at safety on top of the kid that we got from the Ravens. Yeah. Like, I... I I can't see why our defense won't be as good or better than last year. And then our offense, we're pretty set also. Now, there's a question mark on Brees Hall if he's going to be back healthy or when he's going to be back healthy. But I feel with Michael Carter, maybe we sign somebody in free agency. Maybe we draft somebody. Remember, you also, you, you also signed Solomon Thomas as a hole to fill as well. I, I think Resigned. Resigned. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I think still having him back, being that he knows the defense, that's also going to be helpful for your defense. Granted, you definitely want an upgrade. But I think it's a solid, it's a solid re-signing there as well. Now, and by the I way, one want- of the by the way, one of the centers you did sign was Wes Wes Schweitzer uh, yeah, from, he's, from he's, the Commanders. He's yeah, he's yeah. more like a backup. Um, I feel like that's great to add depth because the good thing about the Jets offensive line last year was the fact that you did have so much depth. Like the only reason you were able to plug and play was the fact that you had so so many good options at, at, at basically center, guard, tackle. So Big ups to the Jets on, and getting more depth. Now, the the one thing I did want to uh, address about the offense, though, yeah, 
A lot of people feel like we need to add something to the wide receiver room. Corey Davis probably isn't going to be on the team anymore. Right. And everybody's talking about Odell Beckham. Ugh. Are we going to spend time on this? Well, real quick. Real quick. Odell Beckham yeah. on the field is he, – he's still got it, I think, right? Everybody's saying that Does he should have been – everybody's saying that he should have been Super Bowl MVP back if he didn't get injured in the Super Bowl, right? Uh, when yeah. the Rams won it. Should have. Possibly. Been. That's still over a year ago, right? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Now, my only thing is Joe Douglas. I don't want to I don't want to misspeak and say that every single draft pick last year was a team captain, but he has this thing where he likes to draft team captains. Why? Because he wants to build a positive culture in the locker room. He wants those character guys. Odell Beckham now, is not that. Going based off of Odell Beckham's history, you don't really see him as that guy. Now, I do understand that once you get somebody like Aaron Rodgers, for example, and you now have a one- to two-year window, a lot of that character stuff goes out the window, and you're like, let's get whoever we need to win. I've gone through this before in the past with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, It didn't work out very well. Now, this is football. This is a little different. Would it work out? Possibly. Is he going to... Look, I, he, he came out and he tweeted that he never asked for $20 million a year or $15 million a year. Yeah. But he's saying that he needs a lot more than $4 million a year. If he could come to the Jets and play for less than $10 million a year, I definitely think that the Jets will take a flyer on him and that they'll sign him. Yeah, But I, I don't know how much less money he's going to take. And I also don't know if Joe Douglas is willing to take his chances with Odell Beckham Jr. fighting with Nets and then proposing to them and all that other silly stuff that he likes to do on the sideline. Like, I'm sure he's matured since then. But that whole airplane incident over a couple months ago bothered me also. So I I, I don't know. I, that's a question mark for me if they'll take a flyer on Odell Beckham. I think if you're giving him to me, because obviously you know we're in need of a third option, even if you give him to me at $6 million, I don't want anything to do with this guy. I don't care how talented he was three years ago. Over the last two – I think you brought up a good stat line the other day and you tweeted about this. It's like, yeah, he had a balling out season the first couple of years he was in the league, but then he didn't cross over 1,000 years like in the last four seasons he played. So it's like – Based on the character alone, I don't give him anywhere. But if you do get A-Rod, I think A-Rod could keep him in check. Yes. But if you have Zach Wilson, you have to bring in another free agent quarterback or even draft another quarterback, you do not bring Odell Beckett into that room. I, I, I agree. No. No, Odell. No. Yes. Well, I, I'm with you. Uh, but I do think that if he's going for less than 10 mil, I think they'll take a chance on him. I, I agree. And, and see what happens. Kind of like what Tom Brady and the Bucks did with uh, Antonio Brown. Now, let, let, let me put this out there. Ooh, yeah. Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham are not on the same level. I think Antonio Brown is kind of crazy. Yes. I don't think Odell Beckham is that guy. No, I think Odell no. Beckham just seeks a lot of attention sometimes. Yes. And again, maybe he's changed. But I think those are two completely different stories. I agree 100%. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take an Odell Beckham over an Antonio Brown yes. any day. Any, any day. day. Yes, I will so, sign him as my third now. If you're like pick Antonio Brown or this guy. No, 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 no. Give me, give me OBJ. Yeah. Give me yeah, OBJ. For sure. And 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 now that you bring up that you guys might be looking into a third receiver, if I find out that the Dolphins might possibly be looking into Odell, then I'll take him. I, I, I'll take him just to keep him away from the Dolphins because having Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and Odell Beckham Jr., no thank you. I agree. No, I agree. Thank you. All right, now bring this back to the last topic. Let's 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 tune it out here. And I'm glad that you made this the last topic because let me shit on your parade first. All right. Because you shit on my parade all the damn time. You asked me when we were putting the show together, does this does any of this matter if A-Rod doesn't become a New York Jet? 
just a week and a half ago, we're like, oh, it's going to happen over this weekend. Oh, no, no, it's going to happen Monday. Oh, no, listen, he came out on Tuesday say he wants to be a Jet. Here we are Tuesday of the next week, Danny. He is still not a New York Jet. So my answer to you, sir, no, the fuck it doesn't. Now, I will tell you that if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't see it as a complete failure on the New York Jets. You want to know why? Because you don't have to give up any draft capital to get Aaron Rodgers. Now, you could eventually give up draft capital to go get Lamar Jackson. But let's say that even that doesn't work out. We're going to go back to Joe Douglas here. He is building a team that could win from here on out. Is Zach Wilson your quarterback next year? Do you guys Are you guys a winner? Probably not. Probably not. So, no, the answer is no. It doesn't matter if, if you don't – none of this matters if you don't get A-Rod. But I will tell you this. When you're talking about – look at the San Francisco 49ers when they only won like three games a few years back. They started drafting really well. They started drafting really well. They drafted even better. Every year, considering the San Francisco 49ers are shooing, and they literally had a rotation at quarterback over the last two seasons. And every single year, they were making the playoffs, and they were being Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Danny, I'm saying it's a terrible if you don't get them for you guys as a fan base, but I wouldn't see it as a complete loss if you don't get them either. Knowing the Jets fan base, Jets yeah. Twitter, and all that stuff. Oh, everybody's getting fired. Everybody. Could, <laughs> could you imagine... What that will look like minutes Oof. after it's announced that either Aaron Rodgers is retiring, returning to the Packers, or was traded to another team. Oof. It will be complete and utter chaos. Yes. And not only has will it be chaos, but the rest of the NFL and their fans will be laughing and pointing fingers at the Jets fans. <laughs> Could you could you imagine? I I don't even want to imagine it. I don't even want to imagine it. It's it's terrifying. I I have seen Jets Twitter obviously because I got to be a part of it because you know we do a show together. Right. You guys get defensive pretty quickly. I I think that most of you won't have an answer for what's going to come at you from the Bills fans, Patriots fans, Packers fans because we've been shitting on them the last couple of weeks as well. <laughs> Sir, everybody's gunning for the New York Jets and your fan base if this doesn't happen. Now, me and you talking off air, we've said we still think this is going to happen. Yeah, I think now it's about compensation. No, we want two first round. You're like, ah, he doesn't want to play for anybody else. So if you want anything, you're getting a first rounder at best. So I think they're going to keep going back and forth. Remember, you're not in a hurry. You're still going to build your team. You're still going to draft. But I think it definitely happens before the draft, which is still... Yeah, because the Packers want to draft. Away. Yeah, because the Packers want a draft pick this year. Like we're, right. we're gonna give up a draft pick from this right. year. I don't think it's gonna be a first round. You know what? I take that back. You know what I think the Jets are gonna do? Yeah, I think they're gonna swap first round picks. I think I, that that's what's gonna I, happen. I don't think that's terrible. I don't think that's terrible. By the way, if you no. if you could scase the Packers just by swapping a first round pick and then a couple of no, later, yeah, first yeah round they'll picks. have to they'll have to do other ones. But but I think right. they'll swap, and it's not a big swap either because the Jets pick thirteenth and the Packers pick fifteenth. Yeah, but that's still two spots, and teams give up draft picks all the time just to jump up one or two spots. I agree. So I think when it comes to first round compensation, I don't think they're gonna give up their first round pick per se, but I do see a swap. So I say a possible swap a possible con- a, a conditional second or maybe third round pick and maybe one next year or something like that. Because think about it. The Packers GM himself didn't know 
if Aaron Rodgers was going to play for him next year. Right. So why are the Jets going to feel comfortable giving away so much when we don't know if he's going to come back for a second year? So we're doing this for one year, and you think we're going to give up a bunch of first-round picks I when think- we don't know if he's going to play a second year? You didn't even know if he was going to play this year. Yeah. I think best-case scenario, you guys give up a first-rounder this year. Not swap. You give up first-rounder this year mm-hmm. and, a, and another later pick. I don't know if it'll be from this year or next, but I think that's what's going to take. I think the worst case scenario in this situation is that you guys have to give up multiple picks from this year just because you're trying to be greedy. I don't think that it's going to get to the worst case scenario because, like you said, you'd rather get something for A-Rod that you know is flirting with retirement and you're trying to improve your team than let him go for nothing. I think that the Jets do get him eventually for a first-rounder this year and some other later-round pick. I don't think it goes more than two draft picks. I I don't think that we're going to give up a first-round pick yeah. just for the simple fact that... You said that, you said that for a couple of weeks now. Right, yeah. Just for the simple fact that the Packers want him gone. Yeah. The Jets want him. We're going to give you compensation, but we're not going to give you a bunch when we don't know if he's going to come back for a second year. And... And ultimately, because the Jets value this first-round pick. Reason being, we just spent a full episode talking about the roster on defense and on offense. And we both agree that this is a solid offense and defense. The only thing missing, if you add Aaron Rodgers, is the offensive line. Right. If hypothetically, Mekhi Becton can stay healthy and we can get a center, maybe even in the draft, if we can draft with that 13th or 15th pick, if they swap a Broderick Jones to play tackle, or a Paris Johnson, I think is his name, if we can get one of those tackles and he ends up panning out, this team is solid from head to toe. And we need that first-round pick to do that because that's where we're weakest at. Once we have that, even our punter, which was horrible last year, we've shored up. Like I feel like they won't give it up, not only because it makes no sense as far as Aaron Rodgers and having him more than one year, but because we need it so bad for this short window that we have with Aaron Rodgers. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, Manny, thank you as always for joining me on the Battered Jets Fans Podcast. It's been a pleasure talking about how the Jets are going to have an awesome team next year and how we're going to mollywop the Dolphins twice a year and hopefully again in the playoffs. Because I wouldn't mind seeing you guys in the playoffs and meeting you guys there. What was the last time we played in the playoffs? Was it 81 when when Marino made it or 82 when Marino made it to Super Bowl? Was that the last time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and we will catch you guys again uh, next week, later this week. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to start diving into the, you know, into uh, the drafts. The drafts, yeah. We're going to be able to start dropping names, but we need to know what kind of draft picks the Jets have. But nonetheless, thank you for tuning in. Y'all have a great day.